Hey, what's up, guys? Fat Trigger here again, speaking into the microphone of truth. We'll get to that little hint later. Right now, I'd like to say I'm I'm going to introduce a new segment into my podcast. Things I've learned this week. These may or may not be things that are keto related. Just some interesting brain food. That's all. For this particular segment, I have three of them. The character name Rambo that we're all familiar with. The original name came from a apple that's called Rambo. According to author David Morrell, the apple provided the name for the hero of his novel, First Blood, which gave rise to the Rambo film franchise. Interesting tidbit number two, High Omega-6 linked to excessive sunburn. This one I'll have linked for you, or at least one article linked for you. Excess Omega-6 in skin breaks down into toxins under ultraviolet or blue light. Causes inflammation and cell death. Now, I gotta ask, what's the number one oil that they put in suntan lotions? Sunscreen? It's Omega-6. Where do most Omega-6 come from? Seed oils and nut oils. Those kind of oils that I've already vilified that are made in a factory. And, interesting tidbit number three... Aspartame does not increase an insulin response, but it does interfere with the mitochondria in the gut microbiome. Now, about me and my journey, I am still at 170, stuck, and it sucks. However, I did find some random BMI calculator with a Google search that indicated my starting weight. BMI was considered obese, and if you look at my starting pictures, well, yeah, I'll agree with that. My current BMI is considered overweight. Okay, yeah, I still want to lose some weight. like to lose maybe about 15 to 20 more pounds. For my height, I'm about 5'7", somewhere in that neighborhood. The crossover from overweight to normal is 160 pounds is overweight. 159 pounds is considered normal. I'd like to be right around 150, so that kind of makes sense looking at it that way. And it's also pretty well known that when you drop a lot of weight really fast, which I did, your body will put a halt on that and go, whoa, wait a minute, we need to reassess this situation. And as long as I keep feeding myself properly, I will start losing weight again. It's just a matter of when. And something that I'd like to get across to everyone that listens, and I have to remind myself often here lately, I did not reach the BMI of obese in five or six months that was years in the making so i'm not going to drop from obese to normal in just a few months unless i just completely stop eating and well i like to eat at least some so just keep that in mind if you get on a stall your body's just resetting it'll start coming off again and all will be good in the world once again so about that microphone of truth if you clicked on this podcast to listen to it and you saw the title you probably know by now that I smoke and I can hear so many of you falling out of your chair in absolute shock a fat trucker who smokes oh my goodness so all kidding aside I haven't mentioned it yet on any of my podcasts because I was waiting for the just the right podcast and what better podcast to announce that I smoke than the one that I announced that I'm gonna quit smoking and it's just like a diet yo-yo diet you diet you stop you diet you stop well smoking the same way you smoke you stop you smoke you stop it's the same yo-yo effect what i want to know is does being in ketosis on a ketogenic diet help in any way in quitting smoking 
I did some research through Google, and the only thing I could find on it is that it does keep you from gaining weight. But the primary trigger in gaining weight when you quit smoking is just that hand-to-mouth sensation. Instead of cigarettes, you're using food. Most often, potato chips and cookies. So, now that we're on the subject, I'd like to talk about the chronic cough. The very bad chronic cough that I had when I started doing this. Of course, I figured it was probably from smoking and, you know, duh. But, at the same time, I went on a ketogenic diet, which is an anti-inflammatory diet. And within two weeks, I had stopped coughing, but I had not stopped smoking. Inflammation in the lungs was causing me to cough, and I'm sure that smoking had its say in that. But doing this ketogenic anti-inflammatory diet, cough was gone. In fact, I probably smoke more now than I did, especially when I was doing all that coughing. Because all of a sudden, I had clean lungs again. Hey, I have license to smoke now, but... I am doing all of this because I want to live as long as I can, and I want to live the best life that I can. And I recognize and concur that smoking is not conducive for either one of those. So Friday, when I get off of work, that will be the last cigarette that I have until I let you know otherwise. And however I do on this new extended journey of improving my health, I'll let you know in future episodes. I'll kind of keep a journal going so that I can tell you about cravings, triggers, etc. that are part of the quit smoking agenda. And if you've never smoked, and by all means don't, but if you've never smoked, you really don't know. Smoking is, smoking is such a security blanket. I'm also wondering that maybe smoking is what's causing me to stall for this long. It's pretty well known that smoking and nicotine does release insulin. And insulin's other job is to keep you from losing fat and to help you store fat. So maybe that's got something to do with it. I don't know. God, even just thinking about it makes me hate life. Not literally, but definitely figuratively. And I'm going to do it the same way I did the diet, cold turkey. That's To me, that's just the best way to do pretty much anything. I've tried the vapes. I don't like those things. I've tried the gum. Like the comedian says, they, they won't stay lit. And the patches stick to my lips. I've done all those gimmicks, every one of them. They just don't work for me. If you'd like to send a little feedback or encouragement on this whole bloody mess subject, you send an email to info at Fat Trucker Podcast. And I am at Fat Trucker Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. I have always held the idea, at least last couple of years, I've held the idea that it'd be easier to quit smoking on a ketogenic diet. Now I get to put that to the test. And wish me luck, guys. Come on. As far as the weight goes, if I happen to gain a little weight, it's just going to have to be a so be it kind of thing because it will come back off eventually. And I'll be a lot healthier for not smoking. If I don't lose any weight and I don't gain any weight, then I'm still better off because I'm not smoking. If all of a sudden I drop a bunch of weight, you're going to hear a big old woohoo coming from this side of the microphone. Today's article comes from SciNews.com. Headline... Low-carb diet benefits people with metabolic syndrome independent of weight loss. Dated June 24, 2019. A new study published in the Journal of Clinical Investigation Insights show that metabolic syndrome, a cluster of factors that also put people at higher risk of heart disease and stroke, can be rapidly, within four weeks, reversed by a low-carb diet in the majority of people even if they don't lose weight. Next paragraph. There's no doubt 
that people with metabolic syndrome and type 2 diabetes do better on low-carb diets, but they typically lose weight, and one of the prevailing thoughts is that the weight loss is driving the improvements. That was clearly not the case here, said Ohio State University professor Jeff Volek, senior author of the study. Our view is that restricting carbs, even without weight loss, improves a host of metabolic syndrome. Obviously, quality of the diet matters, because quantity is locked down in this experiment. Despite the fact that the low-carb diet contained two and a half times more saturated fat than the high-carb diet, it decreased saturated fat in the bloodstream and was associated with an increase in the size of cholesterol particles in the blood, which is good, which decreases the risk of cardiovascular disease. This article will be linked in the show notes. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and as always, I am a truck driver. I am not medically trained. Do not take your medical advice from a truck driver. I'm out.